Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again as we continue uh, this series from unbelief uh, to belief. And uh, I pray that this has been a a beneficial journey uh, for you as we continue to try to unpack uh, uh, the meaning of salvation, uh, uh, the realities of the gospel and its implications for our life. And so uh, I want to look at um, uh, a question, uh, kind of an ask and answer is, how does the new birth occur? If your Bible is handy, if you uh, have time to do so, open it to the book of 1 Peter chapter 1. And we'll begin reading in verse 22 through the end of uh, that chapter. So 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 22. We have emphasized that um, you must be born again and uh, that this necessity uh, is uh, a reality because the unbeliever is dead in trespasses and sin. So if there's nothing that the dead person can do to bring themselves to life, how how does this all happen? And so it's certainly very much in some sense a, a mystery known on, on only to God. Uh, but what we can see of it and know of it and experience of it uh, is uh, we have a couple of testimonies to this. Uh, here, one of them being in uh, this letter from First Peter as to how the new birth occurs. Peter wrote to us, Having purified your souls by your obedience to the truth for a sincere brotherly love, love one another earnestly from a pure heart. Since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and abiding word of God. For all flesh is like grass and all of its glory like the flower of grass. The grass withers and the flower fails. But the word of the Lord remains forever. And this, is the good no- this word is the good news that was preached to you. So in a supernatural way, an unseen way, a mysterious way, uh, the unbeliever is brought under the sound of the proclamation of the Word of God. Now I said the sound of the proclamation. Uh, This person could pick up a Bible and read it, uh, uh, but so many times uh, they come into contact with this imperishable seed uh, through someone reading the Scripture to them or someone proclaiming the Scripture uh, to them, whether in a formal uh, presentation, a, a church service, evangelistic crusade, or whether it's in private conversation. But uh, this Word of God, which is alive and active, it's sharper than a two-edged sword, it divides the joints and the marrow, this Word of God is utilized by the Spirit to penetrate the heart of stone and to bring that heart of stone to life to make it a heart of flesh. Uh, Paul says it this way in Romans chapter 10 that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. That is, the unbeliever is in a state of not being able to hear. Now, again, that's not the physical dimension of being able to process sound. It is the reality that they can't savingly and spiritually understand the Word of God, the gospel, the law and the gospel, uh, the guilt and the remedy for guilt found in the gospel. They don't pr- comprehend those things savingly, and the only way they will is to hear it. To hear what? To hear the imperishable seed of the new birth, to hear the Word of God, uh, to come under the sound of the Word of God. And so we keep preaching, proclaiming, teaching, sharing, emphasizing this Word of God, this supernatural. Again, Peter says the, uh, it's imperishable. It is unlike the grass of our day that's here today and gone tomorrow. 
the word of the Lord remains forever. And so in a secret and supernatural way, uh, this word penetrates where there is death <clears throat> and brings about new life. And so how is it that a person is born again? They come into contact, uh, whether by reading or hearing, with the imperishable seed. And the Spirit takes that imperishable seed and brings new life where there is death. Uh, many times you'll see tracts or pamphlets, how to be born again. And it's really not a how to be born again in, in, in one sense, in that we can't make ourselves be born again. We can come under the means of grace that God has utilized to bring people to life, namely the Word of God, but we can't cause ourselves to be born again. We are not the direct cause of our new birth. God is the cause of our new birth. And the agency and the instrument of that new birth is the Word, the imperishable seed, that we must come under the sound and influence of that Word, and God supernaturally brings life out of our spiritual death. And so that is the how we are born again. So we must be saved. We must be born again. Uh, we must be born again because we're dead in trespasses and sin. This new birth comes, comes or is experienced through the Word of God. Uh, when we are born again, we repent and we believe and we're saved. I hope all of these things in this particular segment of uh, our series has been useful, helpful, encouraging, informing uh, to you. I pray that God will bless this to the balance of your day.